With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 7-3, the game. Number one for sports and stuff. Pizza! 9 to Noon is presented by Palermo's, made right here in Wisconsin for almost 60 years. With a variety of options like their guilt-free Primo Thin Pies. Dinner's ready! Or restaurant-inspired neighborhood pizzeria. Palermo's has a delicious slice for every appetite. Palermo's. Flavor is our family business. Great throw in, Armin, bringing us back for hour three. Who's going to run? You better, you bet. We'll find out in a couple of moments. A uh, little bit of breaking news on the quarterback front in the National Football League. We were tipped off by Jim Ursay, guys, a couple of days ago that Anthony Richardson probably have season-ending surgery. That has happened, John and Armin. He uh, has right shoulder surgery out for the rest of the year, the fourth overall pick from the University of Florida, and now just coming out in Chicago. Uh, still unclear on Justin Fields, but Chris M of 670 Score, uh, Bears reporter there, says it could require surgery on his injured right thumb. The swelling still has not reduced to the point where the Bears can accurately depict whether or not it'll heal on its own. Matt Eberflus uh, pointing to grip strength still as a key factor in play there. So we still do not know if indeed there's surgery on the table for Justin Fields. It is still being discussed, but we do know surgery has been done. And one of the more exciting rookies in the National Football League, John, is done after just, what, like ultimately two full games. Because I think Anthony Richardson checked out injured in all four of the games that he actually played in for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, bummer, right? Uh, one of the guys that was really a- an exciting piece to watch on a team that would generally, when they're on TV, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't have a whole lot of reason to watch them this year. Now Jonathan Taylor comes back, right, as Anthony Richardson um, is, is going to get some help there from the running back position. So that's a bummer, and you, you got to say, it's an adjustment when you come into the NFL. This was a young man who's only played one season in college. Yep. So he comes to the big leagues and he's playing out there with grown men. This was not the first time he got injured, but it's the first time he got injured seriously. So this is a point where it's going to be unfortunate for them because now he's going to go into year two with very little experience once again. Yeah, very little experience. I remember Jim Irsay saying just before the draft process, we're going to take this kid. <laughs> I love listening to Jim Irsay because he just says all the things that they don't want to say out loud into a microphone and then like laughs about it as he says, he goes, yeah, no, he, we're going to pick this, uh, this Richardson game. He's going to have to play, right? Chris Ballard's like, ah, well, he's going to see if he can earn it and win the job in training camp. I think the only way that we know if he can get better is if he plays. So they throw you him got, on in there and didn't get much experience. You got a couple good sound biters around the National Football League, right? You got Jerry Jones. Amen. You got yourself Jim Irsay. Mm-hmm. 
I think you got to throw Mark Murphy up there as president. I was just going to say. Where I mean, he's up there. You oh, get some great us, yeah. sound bites out of Mark. Uh, he, he's a complicated fella. We're yes. talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 65%. Percent. We got that one. I mean, Mark Murphy will give us some great stuff from time to time, too. He's exceptional with using the uh, outside voice on the inside voice kind of conversations. Yeah, he definitely likes to say those things that we're not supposed to say uh, out loud. Also, Anthony Richardson, we're talking about investments. Preseason odds-on favorite to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. So that ticket's out, basically. Uh, and you will not be getting refunded for those tickets. Uh, sorry, folks. That's not how this goes. But if you had C.J. Stroud earlier on in the year, yep, yep. you might be very, very happy. Let's see if C.J. Stroud might be the focus for someone's You Better You Bet picks as somebody's got to see if they can get qualified for the playoffs. You can bet your life you've never had an experience like Milwaukee's premier premier steakhouse, Carnivore. For over 15 years, they've been offering the finest cuts of steak in Milwaukee, Australian Wagyu, domestic-style cuts, and an extensive wine and spirits menu. Unlike any other, you got to experience it to believe it. It's a classic steakhouse. Meets modern experiences at Carnivore, Milwaukee's premier steakhouse. All right, fellas, on the line, we have, good name, Billy and Mequon. Ready to deliver some victories on the PellaWI.com talking text line. Billy, week seven in the National Football League. Are you ready? Are you prepared to give us five winners and maybe even a lock that hits so you can beat the guys and eat with the guys? Yes, I'm going to start with the Buccaneers right away. I love that. Get right to it. Get right to it, Billy. Not wasting any time. Laying two and a half, John, against the Atlanta Falcons at home at the Big Sombrero. Bucks trying to wash away that fourteen point L thanks to the Lions last week. Uh, yeah, the, the Bucks have been one of those surprising stories this year. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield, one of those surprising stories this year. You know, taking guys to the Bahamas on a few days <laughs> off after that. training camp ends and going on a golf trip with his lineman. Baker Mayfield doing everything it takes when you got to revamp your career and now gets a divisional opponent here that likes to run the football. That Bucks D is something else too. Um, right now this year playing very well. So Bucks minus two and a half looks good early on this week against Atlanta. I like that pick because the Buccaneers I think are top five-ish rushing defense if you go by yards and obviously that's what the Falcons do well. So they should be well equipped to stop mm-hmm. the Falcons. I kind of like them winning by three there. Well yeah. and let's be honest Arthur Smith also on the sidelines. You want to talk about somebody that you cannot take your eyes off of his expressions on the sideline pretty outstanding him with the plague sheet over his head after they don't get the fourth down this weekend was exceptional uh they've lost three of four and their only victory a comeback thrilling win against those houston texans just a week and a half ago we should have won that game we should have won that game the falcons game Oh yeah, I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about that game. Mm. That's the one I told you guys like this summer that game two was going to be the most important. All right, I don't. Yeah, you did. You told us that all year long. All summer you said game two would be the most important game. I don't know about all summer. We talked about it, and I said the game, the most important game of the year is game two. I said that to you guys. Why? Why because did you say that to us? Because I, I don't remember. I said there's going to be hype for game one. I said there's going to be excitement, win or loss, either way, not excitement for a loss. But game two is when we're going to know when the re- what the real team's going to be. Because the hype will be gone from week one, Bears. can they? Are they for real? Can they come back, one or the other? 
Now you would be able to I'll say find the tape. Maybe yeah, I got it somewhere. You, you got to check the tape because John, you you could tell me if I'm wrong here because you say you don't remember it. You were on the program with him. My BS meter is through these ceiling tiles right now. You were both sitting you here that. when I say game. You guys were like game two. Why is the Falcons game? You were like, is it Chiefs? Is it Bears? Whatever, it's fine. I don't want to distract us from what we're trying to do here, which I've already done. So I apologize for that. For that only part. That I'll I've spike the football. You were obviously right. We should have won that game. Billy, one, won that one game. day we said, what's the most? What, what's the game you're most intrigued about? And Norman said game two. And somehow it turned into all summer long. All I've summer been saying, long. Week two. Week that, two. That all is, summer long. That is, an ex- that is an exaggeration. <laughs> sort of like the nose burning. Like, don't freak out, Dad. All right? It keeps texting me. Oh, yeah, I texted you instantly. Did you go to urgent care? Nice. I'm fine. You all right? Yeah. Third degree, second degree. All right, Billy. Sorry to. Should've, I just we should have won that game. All can, right. can you not cool off, Billy, oh. while he's on a heater? Mike off. Sorry, guy yeah. is ready to absolutely deliver piping hot victories. Billy, pick number two. I apologize for the delay. It's all good. <laughs> taking the Bills. It's the pass. He's taking the Bills, laying the eight and a half at Gillette Stadium. Uh, usually a daunting task. Go into New England, get a victory. Um, yeah, not very daunting against this New England outfit, John Coon. Thirty-four nothing Saints just did two weeks ago there. New England struggling at home, on the road, in every aspect of the game right now. New England's struggling in the Bills right now. Hey, they, they gotta keep pace with the AFC East. They gotta keep pace with the Miami Dolphins. They gotta keep pace with other teams at the top of that AFC because you know, the Kansas City Chiefs cannot look like themselves and not look good and keep stacking wins. The Bills, when they don't look like themselves, they catch some L's. They've done that twice already this year. So the Bills got a big one here this week against a Bill Belichick-led team with their backs against the walls as well. Eight and a half is a lot of wood to be laid, but we do think the Bills are at the top of the AFC. So I think that's a good line right there. Yeah, I think that one's just about where it should be. If my math is correct, the... New England Patriots in their last three games after beating the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 15-10 to 10 at Jet Life Stadium, John, they've been outscored a whopping 93-20 to 20 oh. in their last three games. 38-3, to 34 nothing, 21-17. Yikes. Yeah, that's the one thing that we at least can say about the Green Bay Packers. That, that game got a little out of hand against the Lions yeah. in, in, that, in, in that first half. But at least we've played close games. At least we've been competitive with <laughs> all of them. Hey, man, good, bad, or ugly, it's not going to be boring. All right, Billy in Mequon, pick number three. I like where you're rolling with. Let's get over the hump with another victory. Where do you, who do you got? Taking the Rams with the uh, Steelers coming across the country to play him. He's taking the L.A. Rams at home, laying three. I wonder if this goes to two and a half. I wonder if the hook becomes involved on either side. Uh, Pittsburgh also coming off there by... In week six, John Coon. Yeah, and <laughs> Pittsburgh's been an incredible team to watch this year because their defense has done all the heavy lifting, and then it takes a receiver to make one 70-yard slant pass for a touchdown. That might be all they mm-hmm. need. Now, Pukum Naku and Cooper Cup, they'll have different things in mind when, when the Steelers make their way out there. But once again, we talk about the Rams just like Las Vegas. That'll be pretty much a home game for the Steelers out there in L.A., even though they fly across the country. Well, and they had that long flight. Did they get a new plane? Remember, they had that flight issue. They had to make the emergency landing a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow, oil, that's right. Oil pressure failure in one of the engines. So hopefully Coming back that, from Vegas. Hopefully yeah. that's fixed, or they got a new plane. That'll be a factor in this Steelers one. either win a tight game, or they get blown out. And their two losses outscored 60-13. to 13. And their wins, all of them by one score. Uh, let's go into pick number four. Billy and Mequon, where are we headed? 
I'm going to go with the Niners, and I hope they get healthy and win. Looks like you're going to get some good news uh, on Christian McCaffrey yesterday. Right. It doesn't appear that his uh, rib oblique injury is going to be long-term. Now, you hear oblique in baseball, John? Goodness gracious. I mean, we're talking six to eight weeks. We're talking IL stints for maybe even a 60-day IL stint. NFL, it's like, ah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be okay. They lay six and a half at U.S. Bank, the Bird Killer Stadium up there in Minneapolis on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and depending on exactly what that oblique is, if it's a muscle, if it's a rib, if it's an intercostal, like what exactly that thing is, if it's an intercostal, he'll be fine. You could shoot those up, but like Tyrod Taylor, be careful <laughs> when you get shot up in there. Um, <laughs> you're right. I, I mean, unfortunately, you're absolutely I, right. I, I, I've played with a couple intercostals, and you, you could play with it. So Christian McCaffrey might be back. Debo Samuel is another question of Billy. Is it difficult, though, even with the little, you know, magic injection? Like, does that impact your breathing at all? For me, or? it was different because, you know, I, I have a layer over top of my <laughs> abdominal muscles, right? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey does not. So his abdominal muscles take up his whole abdomen, That's unfortunately, yeah, he wasn't for thinking. him. He wasn't thinking. So he's got muscles that can get torn and actually hurt because there's nothing else there to really protect him. See, that's why you cover yourself. It's just a thin layer of something can't else. Pull fat, no, you nope. Can't pull fat. Can't this, pull uh, fat. This one moved from seven, so Billy's getting an extra half point. So, hey, timing's everything. There you go, Billy. Yeah. Way to grab yourself that I think hook. It was seven yesterday. It was seven yeah. yesterday. Yeah, you are you are correct on that, Armin. All right, pick number five, Billy. Your final one of the weekend. What is it? Seattle, and it's my lock. He's locking in the Seattle Seahawks in the cappuccino capital of the world. Pikes Peak can be visited by the Arizona Cardinals. They will catch eight against Pete Carroll's Seahawks. Who all of a sudden, if you were watching the first quarter of that game this past weekend, John against Cincinnati, you're like, okay. Over's going to get smashed. 17-13 final. Both offenses shut off like a faucet right there. That's crazy. Eight points. uh, An interesting one for the Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals, who people like to say cover. They haven't in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and Billy going the route of teams that are surprising this year. You got the Rams. Uh, Seahawks might not be a surprise, per se, because we saw them last year. I still think validating that with Geno Smith once again, which is what they're doing this year. And then the Bucks. So picks two powerhouses in the Bills and the 49ers, laying some wood on the road, and then three home teams, three surprise teams this year uh, at home. So that's Billy's picks. Bucks, Bills, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. Billy, check in next Monday and see how you fare. And how about all of our uh, listeners so far this week going with the West Coasters? I mean, yesterday, I think it, what, it was four West Coast teams getting four. picked right there? Mm-hmm. He just rattled through three of them here uh, into that er- late slate on Sunday. So Billy will be watching alongside Packers mm-hmm. and Broncos, which is a 325 kick. I better play some Dre and Tupac. It's a West Coast type situation, you know? Apparently it is. Yeah. yeah, it's a West Coast kind of situation. Packers will get the ever-great Kevin Harlan on the call uh, on Sunday's game in Denver. Yeah, everybody will be nice and happy when they sit there and listen, that they don't have to listen. to. I've found now that people have lost their disdain somewhat for Troy Aikman and Joe Buck now that they're on Monday Night Football (laughs) where the Packers only have two games with them. And they have increasingly started to dislike Tony Romo and Jim Nance. So now you don't get that in the afternoon game. You get Kevin Harlan and Trent Green. So everybody will be happy because everybody loves Kevin Harlan. He he's loves probably, Kevin Harlan. He's probably the most likable 
play-by-play guy that we have. Would you not say that? Totally. He uh, absolutely. Wa- so we uh, commandeered their broadcast booth uh, last week, went Monday when we did the post-game show from Allegiant Stadium, and uh, Kevin forgot something in the broadcast booth. Bumped on in, and while Drew and I are in the middle of the first segment, Kevin, a little brush with greatness. I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, your show is great. I know who you two are. Kevin, even if you don't, made my day, man. All right, we appreciate that. Kevin Harling going to be on the call this week for Packers. Beautiful night and all. Beautiful. Look at the cheese, bro. Cincinnati. <laughs> That was an all timer. Even sorry. better is Kevin gonna potentially are they do you think they have cousin subs there? Oh, yeah, for, uh, for, cousins. for cousins out in Denver, the mile get high city. I mean, everybody's gonna need a snack at some point there while they're calling the game. Maybe not, you know, first quarter like we did there before, but yeah, you know, Kevin Harlan one. needs it. All right, we need to get feasting on a can't miss. The man can't miss. Time now for Coons Can't Miss. Presented by the Potawatomi Sportsbook. Bet big, bet bull. It is time for another one of my camp misses presented by Potawatomi Casino Hotel Sports Talk. We were just down there yesterday, and I, yeah. it is amazing. What a great what time that done was. On the second and the third level. Oh, yeah. Not just because you can find some of the kiosks there, some of their 70-plus kiosks to bet on some games, but what they've done there, Armin, with the Rock and Brew, and all the different mm-hmm. places to set up shop and enjoy yourself on a Tuesday afternoon. Really impressive what they've done down there. All, equally yes. impressive, if not even better, is what they're doing to the new sports book. We got to walk through it yesterday, not finished, obviously, and got to see what it's going to look like size-wise. I mean, the size of that screen that mm-hmm. we're going to watch games from. It's going to be absolutely unreal, and the studio within that sports book is going to be spectacular. Plus, a little poker room off to the side if you want to partake in some games with some people. Go head to head in the poker room. Twelve tables they'll have in there as well. So fantastic stuff yesterday down there at Pato, getting to see how the work is going and finishing uh, everything off site before they move it in and install it. Going to be the biggest sports book outside of Vegas. Don't take my word for it. Wait till it opens. It's absolutely true. And one thing. You, and when you see it, it's you know still the skeletal parts of it. I mean, they're still building it out, but you can see the framework, and it really is going to be something cool, something special. Can't a wait. big LED screen, by the way. So you guys know that's just going to pop off, and you're going to see all the games there. So a Three lot of fun tiers. to see what's going. Three tiers. Three are going tiers. On. Yeah. Uh, they're a viewing pleasure. Two hundred plus seats, a uh, full capacity of over three hundred mm-hmm. people in the sports book. The first level awesome. is going to be couches with bottle service and Cristal and things like that. Right? Oh, yeah. Know, the I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to the free Dr. Pepper area. And then the, the second, other than that, somebody the, might have Cristal if they want the it. The second level is going to be um, a, a stack of tables with chairs, you know, running all the way across yeah. one long big table with a bunch of chairs. And then the third level is going to be... Um, like lounge chairs, like those couch lounge chairs that you find right now in the temporary sports book, which is the old fire pit sports bar. I love grill. those chairs. In the meantime, make your way down there. 30 big screens, a full bar with food and beverage service, and plenty of seating. So you can have a great time down there as well. Now, yesterday for my pick, Armin, Liberty, the cream of the crop in Conference USA, they were 15.5-point favorites. Did not cover that. that. I did not take you that. You did not take that, right? I took Liberty over 35 and a half total points in the game, which they did cover 42 points for Liberty. 
keeping their undefeated season alive with a 42-35 win over Middle Tennessee State would not have covered had I picked them to win no, the game. they did not cover the, the but spread. But they did cover the over, which is what I picked, which means what? 77-53-3, John, and good move there, I think, because you went for game script, assuming it would be a shootout that they would get their points, even if they didn't get the cover. And, uh, you know, I took a peek uh, when we were down there at the current line. Yesterday when we were there, it was down to 14, so you could have gotten that, but you still wouldn't have covered, obviously, so it was interesting how that works, but you did get that win. It was over th- uh, 35-and-a-half points, and they easily covered that. They had finished uh, with 42, I believe. I was so. a little nervous at halftime. They only had 17, um, a little bit of an outburst in the third quarter, had them at 35 mm-hmm. entering the fourth quarter, and when that touchdown took place in the fourth quarter, yes, victory um, think it helped. I think it helped that it was a closer game. They had to keep their foot in the gas a little bit there. So a nice run for you, John, starting up the uh, streak again after uh, after the Austin Eckler prop didn't hold. Yeah. Thanks so, um, <laughs> nice that. job, Armin. Hey, listen, it's not... Uh, you know, sometimes you lose them, but we're starting a new streak. All right, all right? you guys, let's listen up. We won a game yesterday. If we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. So where are we going, It has John? happened before. Well, we're going to stay with Conference USA here and because it's been so much fun during the week. And we're going to go to New Mexico State and UTEP in this one. you got a battle of... I mean, I could go the other direction, go Florida International versus Sam Houston, but neither one of those teams have won a game in conference. In fact, uh, Sam Houston State hasn't won a game all year. Don't feel safe there. I'm going to go with New Mexico State and UTEP, and I'm going to take New Mexico State over 24.5 points at UTEP. In this one, New Mexico State this year, this year these, these are their outbursts. 30 points, 58 points, 17 and a loss to that undefeated Liberty team, 27 against New Mexico, 17 against Hawaii, but they had to fly out there to Hawaii. I'm sure they were jet lagged. And then they got 34 and 27. So in five of their seven five games, seven. they covered this. Yeah, they would have covered this 24 and a half tonight um, versus Sam Houston, so, or I mean, sorry, at, at UTEP. UTEP so I'm yep. taking um, New Mexico State here over. 24 and a half points. Got it. New Mexico State Boom. over 24 and a half. You are locked in, John, to keep that uh, streak going down there. <laughs> we had a nice conversation with our friend Justin Arnett, manager of the Potawatomi Sportsbook. He's on with us every month, yeah. as you know, telling us some of the fun stories and uh, the happenings that go on there. So can't wait to have him on again. Man, Armin, your Conference USA from back in the day when we yeah. were stressing about Conference USA conference tournaments. Yeah. What about Cincinnati? That was the market. Um, the market that was a different conference back then, bro. Man. There's like nobody that was in that conference that's still no in. It. No one's left. Florida got- International, Jacksonville State, and Liberty. Along with New Mexico State and Sam Houston, all just joined this year. It's a well, totally don't, don't leave out the uh, ranks of Western Kentucky, and uh, well, and that's where I'm saying like those teams have been in there for at least wow they've really put in work nine years for Western Kentucky. Uh, UTEP is the longest tenured member of Conference USA right now. They joined in 2005. Not one team. Currently in Conference USA, it's amazing. Was in there when Marquette was playing. It's amazing what's changed amongst the wow. landscape of college sports, and you know you wouldn't listen. In all fairness, you would never have called it a power conference back then, but it was no joke. 
You had no, you had Louisville, Cincinnati, Marquette. Obviously, DePaul, St. Louis was in there. Charlotte had really good basketball teams. Uh, TCU was in that conference. Uh, you you had to, you had to forces to be reckoned with in that conference, no doubt about it. For a while, I mean, so. there are, yeah, there are a ton of different teams that are still factors uh, in all sports that that did at one point hang out in Conference USA. That that's something else. Uh, that is your can't miss here today on nine to noon. Come right back and you want to talk business. Uh, oh, yeah, business. There is there's a couple of different business things in here. I'm just reading one about our guy Giannis Antetokounmpo. And a business deal gone wrong for Giannis. Uh-oh. Uh, he is taking no. he has taken some legal action. That and then maybe a business deal that one college player thinks he's going to do in the NFL. We'll tell you why he's absolutely nuts. Next, it's 9 to noon on the game. Never sounded so good. 97.3 The Game. Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that. Andre. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Dre D. It's still 9 to noon for another half hour here before we hand it off to Red Hot Tim Scott in for Mike Heller. Heller starts shooting me messages yesterday during our show. Want, wanted to jump on in. I'm like, bro, you are off. You're off. O-F-F. That's off. Move. That's an Armin move. He Stop was texting. texting you to come on 9 to noon? Oh, no, just texting us about different things that no, we were during, talking about. During Carry the G, right? You're talking about? Oh. oh, no, during our show. Oh, during our show. During our show. Oh, like, I thought he. I thought you said he wanted to come on. <laughs> like, what? No, no, he just wants to let everybody know that he's listening. And I'm like, bro, you are off. Go enjoy the golf course. Armin does that. I do. I, I have. It's hard to get unplugged sometimes, and I know Mike is has that too. I mean, he's in work mode. I, I've had issues with that, but I'm getting better at it. But Butch told me once uh, to stop listening when I'm because I would text you when we were when you guys were doing the show, and it was Butch and John, and I was off. I was all over the text line every segment, and Butch is like, "What are you doing? Get out! Get out! You're off! You're yeah! You're off here. work." What are you doing? So, he's right. So I try to be better with that, but uh, it's tough sometimes when you're that locked into what you're doing. I mean, we love doing what we're doing. We love it. We don't do it because we're like uh, we're punching the clock. Like I, uh, I wake up wanting to talk sports, so that's what we do. So we wake up salivating, waiting for a microphone to come up. I told us to somebody hit that it's, red light. It's true. Like if I wasn't working here, I don't know about you, but I, I'd be listening to you guys. I'd be listening to us if I wasn't on this, you know, show. If well, I wasn't working I'd here, probably be just doing a radio show at a water cooler and just not That's actually ex- doing much work right. while just keeping others from actually doing their work and being productive. That would be mostly what it could po- turn into. Uh, so, fellas, we got a couple of very interesting uh, business stories here. Do we want the one that is local or the National Football League one quickly that has me absolutely rolling laughing? Let's do both. Let's All right, start let's, with local. Let's start local. Let's start with Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is from Sportico just uh, about an hour ago. That Giannis, no stranger to litigation, the Greek freak has now brought 50 civil lawsuits to protect his brand, the most recent to a luxury bed designer. 
who is using his name, image, and likeness touting celebrity clients like LeBron James, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, okay. Congratulating their client on winning the NBA championship back in 2021. Giannis suing because uh, Mari, M-A-R-E-E, the bed manufacturer, failed to deliver four different beds that Giannis had apparently uh, purchased in Greece to quality and specifications Later on in the article, they talk about one of them just not even having a headboard, not being able to actually connect the headboard on the bed that they had brought in. Torn fabric, wrong screws, bed slants not all the way up to par. Giannis was like, fellas, unacceptable. How do you blow it with the endorser? Get this thing on out of here. Get these on out of here. I want something real. You know what I'm saying? How do you blow it with the endorser? I could see you making a shipping mistake, but you can't make that mistake. The complaint... Includes seven, uh, seven claims, including a breach of contract, fraudulent uh, inducement, invasion of privacy, false endorsement, Oof. and breach of implied warranty. Tedekumbo, uh argues that he didn't get what he paid for, and Mari calls themselves the Rolls Royce of beds. Looking up their beds right now on the internet. Apparently, I don't have to worry about a car getting delivered. A bed getting delivered is the one that's even worse, John. I mean, this is uh, Giannis suing them for just under $100,000. And I think this is good news for, for Bucks fans. Well, they don't have a price on our website. They so don't. don't. You know, know, so you know it's price. expensive. You know they're expensive. They have, you know it's they expensive. Have, they have the oversized king bed. Then they have the grand bed. Then they have the luxe bed, the emperor bed, and the mystique bed. I mean, these things are enormous. But I will say this. Giannis is not dumb. Giannis is very smart in how he approaches these things. And if they're using his name in this and he doesn't get the beds that they promised to give him, go ahead and get what's yours. I'm surprised by this, that somebody would dare renegotiate a a situation with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, why would you ever do that? Yeah, you're you're setting yourself up for failure here, and, and I think for for Bucks fans, my man's going to get every dollar that is owed to him, every dollar he can make. So he was too poor growing up not to. So right? when you're thinking about that supermax contract coming right. up next year, right. when he joked about it at media day, said, I'm "Not signing it this year. I'll sign it next year because a lot of money." Is worth it. Yeah, it's not a lot right. of bleeping money. Right. Yes, we are going to make decisions based upon it. So, yeah, so focused on that pocketbook, made one hundred and ninety million dollars to date, and that should make NBA you salary. feel good as a Bucks fan because they have the ability to pay him more than anybody else, right? So, you know, that's. But listen, just news out there: don't blow it with the endor like the endorser. You probably don't blow it with the endorser, and it's a bed, not a good just word. Send the bed to him. Make sure he gets the bed he needs. Okay, he I mean, not, loves his not, naps. Not we know when that. it's Giannis, right? Not right. not when it's a, a seven footer that you need to get in your bed so that you can sell to other seven footers or people with with high net worth. I mean, some of these beds are pretty ridiculous though. Unreal. Well, and they're just like, wait, I mean, he's seven foot. Does he really need a headboard? Wouldn't it just extend that off anyway? Is that all right? Can we just, can we be okay with this one? We know what naps mean to Giannis. They're very important to him. It's true. He loves naps, loves naps, loves Oreos, uh, and loves being a Milwaukee buck. Okay. The other one, the other business deal that has uh, come out and started gaining some traction last night, which is just mind blowing to me. I shouldn't be surprised, John, at guys asking for things because we all want things. We all want to make more money. We all want to have 
uh, a big investment into the company. We all want to, you know, I don't know, maybe certain guys on our text line are saying, I want to marry a movie star. We all want things. All right. There's some things that are completely unattainable, however. Young Caleb Williams, who is in line to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft here come 2024, started to leak out overnight that Caleb Williams is not only looking for the best place to go play football, not only looking to have a coach that he trusts, not only looking for the offense to be what he wants to go to. No, John, he's apparently sniffing around wanting an ownership stake in whatever team drafts him at number one overall for the 2024 draft. Caleb, we all want things. Good luck. (laughs) Dude, I mean... That ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. God bless you. Uh, again, we all want things. We all want to have some outlandish offers to you. You're good. No one's re-describing and re-writing uh, the rule book and the CBA for your services at number one overall. You're going to get a four-year, $40 million locked-in contract, which is basically locked in during the new CBA of the rookie wage scale. John, maybe I'm nuts. But I think he's insane for thinking that this would possibly happen to a dude who has not taken one NFL snap. Well, but is he asking for that locked-in salary plus interest in the team, plus a stake in the team? What if he says, instead of paying me, remember when the the fad was all these guys getting paid in crypto? Crypto, yeah. Crypto, yeah. I'm wondering how that played out for everybody here in the recent years, everybody that got paid in the cryptocurrency. And if he just wants to be paid in stake of the organization, what's $40 million? What what kind of stake is that in the company? Like 0.001% maybe, right? Like, what, I mean, these are like $6 billion evaluations yeah. that we're talking owned? about. Would, would an owner or, or an organization that has, you know, multiple layers of their ownership, would they be willing to part ways with a point zero 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 four percent of their of their team organization to have Caleb Williams? The thing about first round quarterbacks are, and we talk about this a lot, is you don't know. It's a coin flip right. for everyone that's a Peyton Manning. There's a Ryan Leaf, and it happens like this. It seems like almost yearly. Every year. Five quarterbacks are taken in the first round. Two turn out and three don't. Are you willing to take that risk on a quarterback that wants a stake in your company? The one thing is some of these owners get so intoxicated with these guys that sometimes they make these rash decisions, but football people would not. It's just not smart enough. You know, you're absolutely right, John. Tim Couch, Achilles Smith, Ryan Leaf, uh, Heath Schuler. We can go on and on and on. There, you know, that's just a few of them. Like, there are so many quarterbacks that just never pan out. Tony in Oak Creek says, can't we just print them up a bunch of Packers stock? Yeah, let's give them $40 million hey, in Packers stock. Here you go. You're now an owner. You now own the team that you play for. I mean, did Caleb Williams want that deal before or after that Notre Dame game? <laughs> Probably a little bit before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And it first kind of jumped out uh, late July when the NFL just slid in this new policy uh, of equity going to different employees. And part of it, everyone thought, was to try to block Tom Brady for going and getting himself a stake in the Las Vegas Raiders and then suiting on up. It was also because Aaron Charles Rodgers had been sniffing around in the thought of, hey, if a team's going to pick me up, maybe they like me enough to give me a little bit of a stake. Maybe that's where some of that $35 bucks 
that was just given back on that contract renegotiation. Maybe that slides itself and resurfaces at some point. But that's a four-time MVP and one of the best to ever do it. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner. Focus on winning your game this week, not focused on trying to go and grab yourself uh, some ownership stake and a new office wherever you're working in 2024. All right, 414-799-1973. We have our take-homes of the day coming up here right after this. It's 9 to noon with John Kuhn, Armin Sari, and Bill. Follow us on Instagram at 97.3 The Game. If I can make a living from walking in the woods, you can bet I'll be sitting pretty good high on a hill looking at a field downwind. Yeah, when I think of Luke Bryan, I think of Mike Keller. I think of an outdoorsman, right? Really? How about this? Mike Keller plays. And drinking wine. <laughs> so, uh, Mike Heller is going to be out today. It is going to be Nick Bruzewitz and Red Hot Tim Scott. We're going to hand it off with them uh, coming up here at the top of the hour. But I-, I told you about Mike listening, and he's always listening. Says, uh, "Fellas, I'm I'm off to go pheasant hunting." Yeah, John, you could have told me nine hundred different activities that Mike Heller was doing here today, and probably only six hundred of them we can actually talk about on the radio. Yeah. Nowhere was pheasant hunting on the list for me. I, I I bet this was something he won at one of his high flutin charity events. You know, be, uh, yes. hunting with a pro or hunting with a celebrity, and he goes and makes his way down to Cabell. And he's like, "Well, shoot, I got to look the part now. I'm look gonna, like it. I'm going to buy these camouflaged overalls and put these on. I'm going to buy me some duck boots to walk around down. Got to have them." Hopefully they have a gun for me because I'm not buying one of those. Nope. I got to do a background check. I don't want them checking into my wine bar and figuring out all that stuff. So I got to figure everything out. Probably goes out there with one of those hunting hats on that covers the ears, the has the flaps deal. that yeah. he's got the, the flaps that on, pop yep. down there. A little bit of uh, you know some, uh, you, some camouflage on. Yeah. I, I yeah. wonder if he went with like a new pair of glasses because my man does rock the sunglasses. Then once we get into the building, takes them prescription sunglasses off. Puts on the normal ones. I don't know if we got like some transitions or whatever, or some hunting specs oh, he, to yeah. make sure that he's dialed on in and hey, not get caught. He's a chameleon, guys. He's a chameleon. He can hop off that Harley with those leather chaps, walk right into his wine bar, and he's like, he's like Superman. Just walks into a phone booth and comes out. Now he has his full suit on. He's ready to roll with his ready quarter party. zip and his yeah and his and his khakis and his uh, nice loafers, penny loafers. I mean, Mike Heller can. He can pull off. He can pull off just about any garb. No, nah, he's that's probably, a really good point. He, he, you know, he's outfitted well. He's got the full Patagonia collection with the flannel. Listen, Curry wasn't going to let him go hunting without no. looking good, uh, absolutely right? Like, not. I mean, he no. was going to be styling and profiling out here <laughs> in the field. Now, also, you mentioned that it could have been one of uh, one of those swanky uh, events that Mike Keller is going to. You don't have to go to a swanky event to get an opportunity to. Participate in an event with Mike Keller. You can just go to bidonmilwaukee.com right now. Until 7 o'clock tonight, seven plus hours left, you can bid on a round of golf, you and three buddies, with Mike Heller at the River Club of Mequon. You can also go find 10-person golf outings with cart and drink there at the River Club of Mequon. Bunch uh, at Fairways of Woodside. We're big fans of them. We're going to try to take Armin on out there, play the front nine, maybe not the back nine. 
big group outings that you can grab here uh, and get a ton of great value. You bid on Milwaukee.com. They also have things that, you know, are important, like HVAC, home remodels that you can get at remarkable discounts. Starting bids are 55% off true value. It's bidonmilwaukee.com. Bidding goes between now and 7 o'clock. Guys, there's wedding services, vacation here, Armin, legal services for you. I know that you might need that coming on up here. Appreciate that, yeah. And hunting and fishing. Don't want to get sued, but like, yeah, from be honest or anything. And hunting and fishing. Listen, there's uh, there's rifle classes. Maybe Heller should have went to one of these VIP learn how to shoot Maybe events. Maybe he's teaching. Before he went on out here. Yeah. I'm not letting Mike Heller teach me how to shoot a gun. Sorry. Package Pete says Heller pheasant hunting where? Milford Hills. It's an extremely high-end club. Nick and Therese, I'm picturing Heller <laughs> killing a pheasant, running out into the field to apologize to it. And then unnamed in a 414, we need to find out who this is, Armin. Everyone at 97.3 is welcome to come join me pheasant hunting at the time of your convenience. It would be a great experience for all of you. Hey, th- didn't we get another? Uh, who, who was Could it? Could you see Alice us walking Cambria. through a field? We'd be walking through a field with Iron Jock on. No oh, state. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to smell us coming. I mean, but we'd be rocking Iron Jack out there. Mike Keller with all of his you know, flannel and camouflage and duck boots and everything. Duck boots. Take this. Leather chaps right off the Harley. I don't you take this the wrong way, but after my experience with that lighter, the torch lighter, I'm probably not going to be around any hunting for a but while. You could probably just come and get digital assets. Yeah, how about that? I'll come and just take pictures and video. Armin's a little too domesticated for pheasant hunting. I'm not going to lie. My, no, I think it's a nice tender meat. I've heard that. It's a nice oh, tender. Oh, really? Yeah, fowl. Right. Well, listen, uh, doesn't swim. So I can test it out. On Quora.com says pheasant has a mild taste. The white, the meat is white like chicken, but has a more complex, subtle flavor. Many other game birds like duck or quail are delicious, but have a stronger taste that some do not like. I do like duck, so pheasant sounds like it's good. But what's Mike Heller going to do? He's going to line up all these pheasant at the end of the day. And oh then yeah, take a take picture taxes with the dog, with picture. the dog and everything. He's yeah. going to get the itch though. Now he's going to be right there uh, after Thanksgiving weekend. He's going to be out. Gun hunting for deer, I bet. If he, he might be starts, baiting some traps and trying to get a bear. bringing us meat like wags, I got no problem with it. Hey, Heller, you're not out there doing work for yourself. Bring some home for the fellas. Yeah, come on. Share yeah. the wealth over I'll here. Do, yeah, I'll try a pheasant All I'm two. seeing is Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson in uh, Wedding Crashers walking on out into the woods. And Mike Heller, that oh silver fox, gosh, just yes. terrified whenever that first gun gets shot. What the heck? Where was it? That's exactly that's a, it. That's our take home of the day brought to you by Quick Trip. Need something for dinner? Don't cook tonight. Stop by your local Quick Trip. Pick up a freshly prepared, absolutely delicious take-home meal. Always fresh, never frozen. You might even find... Spaghetti, chicken alfredo, potatoes, salad. He likes to stick to what he knows. Not sure about pheasants. Yeah, maybe somebody's selling pheasants out of the back of their car. <laughs> At the pump. That might be the only bird that you're getting there. That's not their fantastic fried chicken. All right, John Arman, great work here today. I'm Billy Schmidt. We'll hand it off with Tim Scott and Nick Bruzewitz. This has been 9 to noon. We'll try to be better tomorrow. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.